time to cinch up, pull your hat down, and ride with the Native Cowgirl Podcast. Here's your host, Cheyenne Wilson. Hey there, and welcome to episode four. Excited to have you here with me today. And I've been doing a little bit of an audit over my last few episodes, and it never dawned on me how much I say you guys, (laughs) but I need to come clean about something really quick. So the reason that I say you guys is that I never want to leave anybody out. I want everyone to know that I am speaking to them and being inclusive. So that is my bad. The other reason I say that is because usually when I am talking to people, I am either A, on a Zoom meeting with my team, or B, doing a live video, and I feel like other people are there with me because they're watching and they're commenting. And so just had to clear that up. Nobody has called me out on it yet, but me being a writer, it drives me crazy when I hear things slip out of my mouth that aren't kosher. And so (laughs) there's my uh, little admission, I guess, to you guys. See, there I go, to you guys. Oh, it's the worst habit. Have you ever tried to break a bad habit before? Oh my gosh. Well, maybe that should just lead me right into this episode. So, (laughs) oh, that was just perfect that I said that. I did not mean to say that, you guys. Oh, my gosh. All right. You know what? Part of me really wants to stop this and erase it and start over. But this is perfect. Sometimes you just have to go forward when things aren't perfect. So here we go. This is perfect. Oh, have you ever tried to break a bad habit? You know, that that's something that I guess is on my mind today. And let me give you a little story of myself. I grew up chewing my fingernails to the nubs, to where they were bleeding and, I mean, a disaster. And I'm not the only one in my family who has done that or did that, but it was my bad habit to break. And when I moved away from home, I believe I was in my early 20s, I began working in the makeup industry and I worked for the company Estee Lauder. Love that company. And I worked at a beauty counter of all things. So I would have people coming up and asking me beauty tips, asking me to show them products and things like that. And what do you think you look at when somebody is holding a product? Well, number one, you look at the product, but number two, you're looking at their hands. And I just didn't want to go down the acrylic fingernail route. Um, I have a thing with trying to put too many fake products on or in my body. And so that was something big for me even back then. Plus, I was a young 20-something, didn't have a lot of money to spare, so I didn't want to invest it in nails. So I decided that one day I needed to quit chewing my nails. I don't know what it was. And I know in my first episode, I mentioned that I am the type of person that just decides. If I decide I'm going to do something, there's something that clicks in my brain. And I'm not saying that I do this for everything because, boy, if I did that for everything, I would literally be the best version of myself. But I'm not. I'm a constant work in progress, just like you are. We all are. We're never perfect. I mean, gosh, that word should be removed from the dictionary. But here we are trying to strive for perfection. And it's like, no, not anymore. I'm just trying to be a better version of myself than I was yesterday. But when I decided that I needed to quit chewing my fingernails, it really was that decision. And I had done things through the years, painting that, you know, 
no bite or whatever they used to call it, that horrible tasting stuff that you would put on your fingernails and your cuticles and that would supposedly keep it from your mouth. Well, I didn't think it tasted that bad, quite honestly. And I just kept on chewing my fingernails. It didn't matter. And, you know, I think it was anxiety. It was a nervous habit that I had. But in the end, nobody could help fix that but me. And I did decide. I decided that I had to grow my fingernails out. And I started that journey. And when I was 23 years old, I officially quit chewing my fingernails. So that is my story of quitting a bad habit. Obviously, I'd had that habit since I was old enough to remember. I had been chewing my fingernails for at least, I don't know, 20 years. I mean, did I start that when I was three years old? I don't know. But let's just say that for argument's sake. Maybe it wasn't that. Maybe I was 10 years old. I don't know. But it was a long-term habit. And I made the decision to do it. But it wasn't just as simple as that. Yes, I decided. And yes, I made the steps to, um, you know, try to stop myself from doing that. So it was being aware of what was going on around me. So when I would sit down to watch TV at night, a habit that was associated with another habit, I would find my fingers in my mouth. So instead of doing that, I had to find something else to replace my hands being busy doing something versus being in my mouth with me chewing my fingernails. So that is how I conquered that. And also, um, I think I bought like a, a fun fingernail polish, you know, didn't cost a lot of money. And I started putting that on my fingernails, envisioning what they were going to look like when they were grown out. And well, I'm 47 years old now, so for 24 years, what's really cool is I'm just talking about this, I realized that I have been a non-nail biter for longer of my life than I had that bad habit. So 24 years have gone by since I stopped doing that. What a cool feeling that is. But I'm just curious if you have ever broken a bad habit. Uh, you know, something that I think about a lot is people who uh, smoke, for one. And that isn't a habit that just affects you. That is a bad habit that affects other people. And no offense, guys, but I can't even stand to be around smoke. It, it literally, I bartended for quite a few years on and off. And I feel like I smoked because I was having to breathe that stuff in. And the day that they stopped smoking in restaurants and bars was the greatest day ever, in my opinion. And I know there's people that would argue with me and, and, you know, we're adults and we should have a choice. But when it comes to smoking, I disagree because you're not only, you know, getting the smoke to yourself, you're putting it in other people's way and they don't get a choice on whether they breathe it or not. So there's my little thought with that. But another thing that I think about is chewing Copenhagen or whatever, dip, whatever, you know, you're chewing. And I'm not saying that you guys have to, well, there I go again with you guys. I'm going to have to figure out some sort of an intervention so I stop saying that. But, you know, chewing is a big thing. And I'll never forget, you know, my husband started chewing when he was 12 years old. And that might shock some of you. And I don't even know if he wants me to talk about this or not, but we're pretty much an open book around here, so I know he won't mind. But it's another example of stopping a bad habit. So when our son was born, he got old enough to obviously be around my husband. And there came a time where he was like, Dad, I don't don't do that. I don't like that stuff. I, I don't want you doing that. And that came as a shock to all of us. 
And I thought, oh my gosh, how is this going to go? Because I never approached my husband and said, hey, you need to stop that. Even though there were times when his breath was, I mean, oh my gosh, kissing a billy goat would have been better. Like, (laughs) and I laugh and I joke, but he knows. I mean, when you put that stuff in your mouth, it's not like you have minty fresh breath. Let's just be honest. And it gets all over, not to mention the cancer concerns, you know, the expense of it. Um, So long story short, when my son said that, um, you know, he had tried to quit on and off and every calving season, he would start chewing again because of the stress involved, because of the short amount of sleep he was getting every night. Um, But when he started using a supplement that we, well, we've basically have used this supplement for almost six and a half years now. He actually was able to walk away from that bad habit. And I'll never forget Um, he had been doing his new vitamins and stuff for about a month and I was going to town and I said, Hey, do you need me to get your roll of Copenhagen? And he said, no, I don't, I don't need it. And I thought, okay, he hasn't been to town. It's calving season. Like what the heck? And so I didn't think anything of it. And I went to town, got groceries and came back and I thought, well, maybe he had grabbed some, you know, maybe he'd been to town. Sometimes we have to run in and get something. I didn't know. And the next time I went to town, I said something to him again about getting some and he, he didn't get like snippy, but he was a little bit short. And he's like, no, I don't need any. Quit asking. And I looked at him and I go, what the heck is wrong with you? And he said, nothing. And I said, and that was, well, I didn't say anything. It was at that moment when I realized that he had officially quit chewing. And I wanted to do a little dance or, you know, a celebration and stuff, but I just left it at that. And the funny thing is, is that has now been over six years ago. And I think about how much money we have saved by him not chewing. And I'm not saying that everything is about money. But the one thing that I will say is that I also feel really happy that he's not putting, well, that poison in his body, you know, and I know there's people out there who chew. I know lots of people who chew. I know people who smoke. I know people who do other things. Hey, maybe I eat too much chocolate and that's offensive. I don't know. But I'm just saying that If something is detrimental to your health or you have made the decision to make a change in a positive light, to stop a bad habit, whatever it might be, hats off to you. And it is a process. And I think the number one step of that process is making the decision to do that. And a friend of mine in my business kind of made a little acronym out of it. And she said, you have to get mad. And I'm like, get mad. And she's like, yeah, mad, M-A-D, make a decision. So you have to make a decision to stop the bad habit. Then you will want to figure out steps to keep in, you know, keep in line with what your new focus is. So let's just throw something out there because I've been struggling a little bit with watching too much TV. There was a time in my life when I was building my business when I literally maybe watched two hours of TV a week. Like I was so busy. I had a young child. I was on my computer all the time. I was talking to people on the phone all the time. I was busy, busy, busy. I didn't watch much TV back then. But with the pandemic that happened, with things slowing down a bit and with me being home all the time with my family, and that's a good thing, you guys, not a complaint. 
I, with my husband, what do we enjoy doing together? Well, we enjoy lots of things out here on the ranch, but let's be honest, when it's 30 below zero, nobody feels like going and swinging a leg over a horse and riding off into the sunset. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm a fair weather cowgirl the older I get. So we like to sit down and we like to watch TV. And I'm not talking just a little bit of TV. I'm talking about I'm running out of things on Netflix to watch because I've seen so many TV series lately. (laughs) That, That might be shocking, but that is the honest to goodness truth. That is where I find myself at right now. And as I say that, I'm anxiously awaiting the next season of Yellowstone to be released. But with that, how do I limit the amount of time that I am watching TV on a daily basis. So it would be this, like, what if I said, okay, this month I'm only going to watch 100 hours of TV a month. Okay, there's 30 days in the month of April. So if I were, let me get out my trusty calculator here. So there's 30 days, and if I'm only going to allow myself 100 hours of TV, that's 100 hours divided by 30, that that's a lot of TV. That's over three hours of TV a day. All right, let's think about this. What if I allow myself two hours of TV? That's still a lot. What if I, (laughs) see where I'm going with this? So let's think about it on a smaller scale. Instead of a month, instead of a week, let's think about per day. And In the last episode or two episodes ago, I was talking about answering a question for someone who said, well, how do you fit it all in? And I actually, Michelle um, had sent a question in here too that said, how do you manage your time? How do you fit in work, your livestock responsibilities, hobbies, housework, friends, exercise, and so on? How do you fit it all in? And my answer in episode two was priority and time management. Well, let's think about this. If I am wasting away three to four hours a day watching TV, and that might seem like a lot to some of you listening, you might be like, oh my gosh, she just watches nonstop TV. And that might be a stretch. It might be two hours a night where we sit down and like last night, um, I sat down and I was trying to watch Law and Order and it was going into another movie. I didn't watch any of it because I was on my phone. I was multitasking. My attention span was not there. And I looked at my husband and I just said, you know what? I'm going to go take a bath and I'll watch this later. Because nothing these days, if you miss an episode of something, you can watch it later. So there's nothing so high priority that we can't do it later. So as I'm talking right now, and I almost said you guys, so there's a step. I actually made a, an aware, conscious decision not to say that. So making a positive change is is a possibility for anybody. You just have to want to make the change and you have to make the steps to do the change. So... Let's say in the month of April, I want to watch 30 hours of television maximum. So when we break it down by day, that means I am allowed one hour per day. Now, between you and me, an hour a day is fine. I'm not going to have a freak out because, quite frankly, there's nothing much on TV that I'm dying to see. Um, There's a few programs that I enjoy watching, and we like to watch um, American Idol That's always exciting, but we don't ever watch it live. We watch it later. So that means um, I already watched TV last night. I think I watched an hour and a half of TV. So I need to count that because, you know, the beginning of the month or or whatever it is. You want to make sure that you're being honest with yourself because how can you overcome a bad habit if you're lying to yourself? You can't. And you also have to have it visible. You have to write down 
the steps that you have to achieve in order to reach your goal. And that means visualization. So going back to Michelle's question too about how you get it on get it all done and all of that, it's the same thing with habits. You know, having a to-do list is a high priority and you might be that type of person and you might not be. I have found myself gravitating more to using the notes section on my iPhone more than ever. And the reason for that is because when I run out of the house, I don't forget my piece of paper that I wrote everything on or I don't lose it. But there are studies that show when you actually put pen to paper, you learn more. It is ingrained into your brain more when you actually make the effort to write the words out on a piece of paper. And it's interesting to delve down that road, but I'm just curious what you do. You know, how do you do your grocery list each each week? Um, and she's probably going to start up, but I use the, I'm not going to say it, the A-L-E-X-A. I use that. And it goes right to my phone. And the funny, my, <laughs> I shouldn't tell you guys this, but my, oh, I said, you guys, there we go. That's one little, one little check mark. Somebody I know used to wear a rubber band. And if they did something that they were trying not to do, they'd snap themselves with a rubber band on their wrist. Maybe I'll have to try that. But anyway, sometimes I will go to get groceries and I will look on my list and there will be something obscene or something hilarious on the list. And that's something that my husband has put on there. So for you guys that use that, you can always have a little fun with it too. And then sometimes I look on my list and I'm like, I am not buying that. I'm not going to buy a... Uh, you know, a cartload of Oreos or something, you know, just an example, but there's a lot of fun to be had too. So the whole rubber band on the wrist is a good idea. Uh, So there's other things though, the visualization that I was talking about. I remember when I was running for the top rank of the company that I'm in and how did I do that every single day when it was such a huge accomplishment, like a huge number to do, how was I going to stay focused on that? And the, the way that I did that was through visualization. And it was waking up first thing every morning with my goals in place. And I used nothing expensive. I went and I bought some larger fluorescent colored index cards. And I think it came with four, three or four different colors. And I wrote my big scary goal on those cards. And I bet I had at least 25 of those cards. And I had one on my computer. I had one on my bathroom mirror. I had one by my bed. I had one on the visor of my pickup. And you might laugh, but that is the honest truth. I had one on the refrigerator, on my stove, by my recliner. Like in every time that I would think about doing something that wasn't conducive to achieving the goal, it would make me think again. So that is something that I did in order to achieve a goal, or you could even use it to stop a bad habit. So for me, watching too much TV, I am going to limit myself to one hour a day. And 10, well, an hour ago before doing this podcast or 10 minutes ago or however long I've been talking, I wasn't even thinking about doing this. But I know this, if I'm sitting in my recliner watching TV blare on, and let's be honest, TV's never changed anybody's life, right? Like we have to get off our butts and make things happen in our own lives in order to be proud of what we've done. And sitting there watching TV day in and day out is not really going to help anybody. Yes, you might learn a few things. And, you know, I'm a huge murder mystery person. So, yeah, I might be able to track down a killer and solve a crime, but is that really going to change my life? And I'm joking, you guys. There I go again, said you guys, I should I have, should have to pay a dime every time I say that and do a drawing at the end of the year. But 
I digress. I'm not going to say it anymore. So in essence, what I'm saying is that in order to change or to achieve something, you have to make a decision. You have to get mad. And then from there, you have to write out the steps that you think can help you get there. Or watching other people is a great way to do this too. I know weight loss is a huge thing that I talk a lot about, but have you ever seen anybody that's made this massive change and everybody is floored? And what do you think the biggest question is? What 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 program are you on? How did you do it? What did you do? You guys, there I go again. The thing is, is that you have to make a decision. You know, that person didn't take a pill and wake up tomorrow 50 pounds lighter. They had to put some effort out there. And believe me, losing 50 pounds, you put a lot of effort out there. You had a very strong focus on what you were going to do because that stuff does not happen easily, no matter what it is you do. And believe me, I have top-notch experience in that department. And you can argue with me if you want, but that is the honest truth. You have to make that decision. You have to figure out the steps that it's going to take for you to either achieve that goal or quit that bad habit. And then you have to give yourself something to strive for. So what am I going to do this for? Well, there's parts of me that want to achieve in other areas of my life. For instance, right now as I'm recording this, I have an article for a magazine due. I am signed up for my very first ever photography workshop. I'm super excited about that. I'm actually doing two this year, and I am self-taught up until this point. But I've decided that for me to grow beyond where I'm at, I have to be willing to do something I've never done before. That means learning from others. So what do I need to do to get ready for that? Well, I need to take some pictures. I need to read a little more about editing and about lighting and about aperture and all of the things photography that that time that I am wasting away in my recliner watching TV is time I will never get back it's time that I could be using to better myself in another avenue it's just like me learning silversmithing I have all the stuff but I have yet to make the commitment to sit down and make anything of major creation it's coming I'm not counting myself out Um, I have some major things going on this year, and I know within my heart that that part of me is not going to happen until probably 2022, but I'm very realistic with myself, and I'm okay with that, and that's where you can do that as well. You can be very realistic with yourself. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself a little extra time to achieve what you want. You don't have to be so strict that your only option is failing, you know? And I always say too, you don't ever really fail unless you quit. You know, you're not on anybody else's timeline other than your own. So that's where it comes in really important that you want to listen to yourself. You want to understand why you want to achieve this goal or why you want to stop this bad habit, you know, whatever it is. Hey, maybe your bad habit is eating ice cream before bed every night. You know, maybe your bad habit is drinking coffee the minute your eyes open in the morning, whereas you could exercise for a half hour before your coffee. You know, like maybe you um, maybe you don't make your bed. You know, the, the very first I learned this at a young age that the first thing you can accomplish every single day is a quick making of your bed. And then you've accomplished something and you set your day off right. And I've read that a lot. And there was a a lot of years in there where I never made my bed. I just was like, whatever. But now that I take one second to make my bed and my husband does his side, 
we're, we're accomplished. We started the day off on a good note. So just an idea. Um, exercising. Maybe you don't do any exercise whatsoever. Well, even if you can't go somewhere, what I have found out is I wanted to learn how to do yoga. And I found this amazing app that I can put on my phone, my iPad. Heck, I can even, since I have a smart TV, I can put it on my TV so I can watch it on there. It goes through my phone to my TV, but it's called Down Dog. And during the pandemic, they were offering free signups. And I don't know what their situation is right now, but I'm telling you guys, there I go again, but you can do like a five minute session, a 10 minute session, an hour long session. There's different kinds. You can even pick the voice. You can pick how fast it goes. Like it is so awesome. And you do it in the comfort of your home, own home without anybody, you know, watching you. So anything is possible. Whatever you want to achieve in this life, you can, but you have to be aware of what that is. And you can't stop challenging yourself and pushing yourself to do more than you ever thought you could. You know, I know I am going to watch 30 hours of TV this month and no more. I know that I'm going to do some more learning in photography and I know other things about myself and I hope you know other things about you too. And if you make some changes or if anything I've said today has helped you, I would love to hear from you. Just reach out and email me. You can find me at the native cowgirl at gmail.com. So with that, I leave you and I hope you have an awesome weekend and a good rest of your week. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Native Cowgirl podcast. Please take some time to rate and review this podcast. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode.